Hello, Suit of Happiness podcast. My name is Mark. And my name is Yuna. Yeah, it's back again. These weeks keep flying by, don't they? So, um, how's your week been? Yeah, you're not wrong there. And it's like, yeah, the same news story doesn't help, does it? Mm -mm. No. Over and over again. Same news, same day. It's like another episode, isn't it? I think we're going through episodes at the moment. Yeah, it's beginning, beginning to feel like Coronation Street just mm. never ends. Yeah, but the year is almost the year is almost over. Um, New Year's Eve, what a party that's going to be, right? The vaccine came out and it was all this big ooha breaking news. I opened my eyes one morning. Don't know what day it was this week because this week's just okay. a blur. And it was, yay, the vaccine's been approved. We're going to get it next week. And then it changed from next week, it's coming tomorrow. And then it's changed from, we're going to give it to all the NHS frontline workers and the over 80s. And now apparently, I mean, I only caught a two, three minute clip of it today. Apparently the NHS workers are not getting it now. So this is why I said it's just like another episode. It's an episode yeah. of a series called The Vaccine. Yeah. Do you know what it reminds me of? One of those DFS bank holiday sales that just keeps oh, getting extended right. yeah. and extended and mm-hmm. extended. Yeah, I, um, I'll believe it when I see it. But let's be fair. Do you think um, that anybody comes out covered in glory at the end of all of this? Um, I can't think of any public official that's been able to, maybe Van Tam, He's probably the only one who you could say all the way through um, his words and the way that he's approached it have been accurate and, and fairly reliable. Well, when he's come out uh, during the lockdown period from uh, Independence Day, which was July the 3rd, from memory, is it July 3rd, American Independence Day? Yeah. So um, at that point, Boris Johnson was telling everybody to get out there, spend, have a drink, party, you know. And Van Tam stood next to him and pretty much within six uh, foot of Boris Johnson said, nah, don't go out there and tear the pants out of it. Uh, which I, I like the way um, he's delivered his message. It's been a lot more user friendly. I don't know because I, I never watched them in the end because it was just. What? The daily briefings for how uh, many months? I know what it is. I know what it is. You only watch the Matt Hancock ones like me, don't you? No, I don't. <laughs> but when when they started talking pure rubbish, uh-huh. I get I gave you up. Have, so that was long be- be- long before July, Mark. Long before. I, I can't believe say, you've been watching it since March, all the way through to July and beyond. I Sky Plus them all. I'm going to watch wow. the reviews. <laughs> no. Yeah, but the, the fact is that. Um, the amount of time that um, uh, those people have come out and said, you know, you can do this, you can do that, you can... First of all, it was dine out to help out or eat out to help out. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, no, we're shutting all the restaurants. Now it's like you can't even, even eat a scotch egg without a drink in your hand. You know, they just can't make their minds up. It, it flits from one week to the next where they change the rules and do a complete 180 on themselves whenever it... whenever It, it flips you know, from one day to the next. Like yeah, I said, I wrong. can't believe this This has changed again about the vaccine not going to the frontline workers. Yeah, yeah. But this and is what I'm saying about, about the government. They come out and they go, yeah, we're the best in the whole world. No, we're not. Yeah. Stop picking yourself yeah. up for no reason because you're not the yeah. best in the whole world. You're not world-beating and 
What? You think wow. I'm going to sit and watch? Um, I can already see people mm-hmm. celebrating from the comfort of their Zoom uh, sofa. Um, no fireworks. Yeah, no fireworks. Small. What, Maybe they'll be. So you think they're going to be in each other's houses? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Um, well, they're I not going to be alcohol. on. They're not going to be on Zoom. Mark, come on. Have you got? Have Depends you got your whiskey there with you? Do you know what? It is Friday. I should at least uh, pay a tribute to some fallen who. I know. Yeah, you, you're not wrong there. Um, but uh, yeah, that's a that's a good point. So yeah, but you're right. I think people will start mixing if they're going to mix at Christmas. I spoke to a colleague today, and he's got elderly grandparents on on both sides of his family, mm-hmm. and um, he said that they're just going to mingle. They're, they're not changing anything. He's got young kids. Um, and and both sets of grandparents on both sets, uh, both sides are going to be in the same household, um, uh, and well, other family members. Three families, isn't it? All oh, right, okay. So. Mm, yeah. So um, I think if if he's a straw sample of what the country is going to be like, uh, we mm. can expect the NHS to be very busy in January. Yeah. Um, and this vaccine better be uh, top notch. It had better be able to deal with. Uh, the um, virus in the way that people have described because the, the side effects you've had medicines before right mm-hmm. yeah every list of uh, medicines I've ever taken from anodine through to naproxen I've always had a long list of side effects can you yeah. tell me other than hangovers what side effects does this vaccine have <laughs> yeah no so mm. I really, I mean, at the end of the day, whatever else you've been trying to big yourself up as, because <laughs> you, you've proved yourself so wrong every step of the way. And now you've yeah. come out and said, yeah, we've got this vaccine. And then everybody's jumped on it saying, yeah, we're going to have it by next week. And like I said, it's gone from next week to, yes, it's coming tomorrow. It's landed. We're going to start rolling it out before Christmas. The first people are going to have this vaccine before Christmas. And then it, oh no, hang on. The logistics around this, because the elderly can't leave where they are to go and get the vaccine. You know, for it to be a a designated area or venue, they can't Mm -hmm. come out of the care homes. Nope. They've, got a, they've got to have the ejection, the vaccine, in their actual care homes. And now they're saying, oh, the logistics surrounding this is just, it's proven a bit difficult. Well, yeah. really, Sherlock? I think we all <laughs> knew that. I think we yeah. knew that anyway. But this yeah. is what they do. They just try to hype it all up. And then it just crumbles one by yeah. one. You know, like like a Jenga. You know, you just take out the bricks. One by one, nice. and then it and then it collapsed. Nicely like, painting pictures with your words there, and I'm a far bit like that. But yeah, you're absolutely right. It is built on 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 such a shaky foundation. Mm-hmm. If 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 they wanted to do it right, we should have under promised and over delivered. But mm-hmm. every single promise has been broken. This is what um, they do. Yeah. So I can remember being told everything will be fantastic for Christmas. It'll all be fine. We'll all be able to get back together and do as we normally do. Mm-hmm. Now it's Easter, maybe at the earliest. And then today it was, well, 2021 autumn, we'll start vaccinating the general population. And yeah, it's not going to happen, is it? Mm-hmm. Something is going to knock them off course once again. 
Um, but yeah, there's, there's, there's no confidence in, in anything that they say. But no. let's not dwell on the negatives. I mean, you know, they've been able to... Um, yeah, they haven't been able to deliver anything, have they? It's just, <laughs> just one uh, car crash after another. Yeah, um, unfortunately. Yeah. But um, uh, we've got winter to look forward to. It was actually snowing today. It was today, it yeah. Was. yeah. Yeah, I mean, so it's, I was, it's, um, you can, it's up on the tops, isn't it? Because we, we live in West Yorkshire where you've got a lot of hills and, mm-hmm. you know, valleys. So obviously up the tops you can actually see the snow. And I almost broke into song for you then. It's lucky I've got self-control. <laughs> Go no, so yes, yeah, so obviously in our very rural areas of um, Huddersfield, you know, the snow would have settled but it was not it was snowing here where i am and i'm near enough in the town center um and it was yeah but obviously it was that way it wasn't settling but yeah 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 Mm -hmm. and that's where social isolation will start kicking in Mm because it was fantastic during the summer for some people uh parks were full because you're socially distanced there was picnics in the park I don't think there'll be many picnics in the park. Barbecues in the garden, you know, it was mm. lots of that, you know, and which is the beauty yeah. of having nice weather, isn't it? But, you yeah. know, like you've actually seen as well on briefings, they've gone, oh, well, you know, you should be out in the garden on Christmas Day if you're going to have that many people out. Really? <laughs> Who is going to stand in their garden with a temperature of not degrees? Come yeah. on. Uh, unless they're not giving happening. free tickets to Australia and even then the Australians would turn you away yeah. wouldn't they British passport don't think so yeah yeah although there was a story today that the government are going to allow business people to be able to travel abroad without any quarantine as long as they're able and this is where it gets a little bit shady so the news report that was on the government website said the mm-hmm. businessmen sorry sexist business people who are making these long different distance journeys have to be able to either demonstrate that they've employed 50 people in the UK as a result of their business trip um, or generated £100,000 worth of profit in a company by making a business trip. So the um, business minister came on radio today and mm-hmm. instead of saying 100000 which is what it says on the government website, he said £100 million. And when he was challenged over it, he said, "No, it's a, it's a hundred million. But it, no, it says a hundred thousand on the website. Oh yeah, it's a hundred million. And I just tried to imagine uh, a different politician. Wow. Let's say a fe- let's say a female politician. Let's mm-hmm. say a female black politician getting the numbers wrong on yeah. live radio. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many headlines that would have made." Mm. If only we had a comparison that yeah. we could compare it to. And anyway, he got away with it basically. It just you know, it was a soft interview. I don't think, uh, like I said, the the double standards were very obvious. Um, but wow. not to be not surprised. No. Mm. So just just to go back to this uh, Christmas mm-hmm. type scenario, like you said, um, if the pubs were open during the summer and people had to be served outside. Um, nobody's going to do that in the middle of winter so i think no you're way right. more and more people uh, cramming the supermarket trolleys full of booze thinking well this is the only way to celebrate now um and the booze will uh, result in i'm sure a lot of injuries arguments and hospital admissions there's going to be more parties as well because of this 
Mm. Can't sell alcohol after six. Oh yeah, that, is that in Ireland? That's in Northern Ireland, uh, sorry. No, yeah, but, but yeah. still, it's mm. still, it's, yeah. I'm like, what, yeah. you know, it's just encouraging people, right, okay, we're going to have to stock up on booze to have, have at mm. home. Mm. You know, because you're saying we can't, we can't even have alcoholic drink without any food or a scotch egg or a pasta. Yeah. <laughs> Whichever way you look but, at it, yeah. So, yeah. it's just, well, well, it's this... creating another problem. Mm. You know, it's, I just, yeah. uh, it's just really hard. It's really hard to just comprehend how they actually sit down and discuss all these things and actually come to the agreement of all these things, which... Well, I think that is the problem. You've got all these mm. Etonians who don't know what it means to sit in a pub in Manchester, uh, let alone a pub that you and I had recognised as a pub. Mm. Um, but they're just squeezing the balloon. So whatever yeah. they do at one side. So like you said... Um, combust at the other yeah 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 so the uh the the idea that people are um now going to go home and buy drinks for themselves mm-hmm. um I, i'd love to know what the stats are on supermarket sales but um today the supermarkets majority of them have all handed taxpayer money back so during the main break outbreak breakout mm, that's what i heard story, yeah yeah uh-huh. Mm, not quite yeah no no although um shawshank redemption yeah Yeah. shawshank redemption you know it's not a walk in the park but um i still think the um uh supermarkets handing the money back is probably the best decision they've made oh yeah i think Um, it's a great decision Mm. What what do you think to the stories about people saying that that money, about 1.5 billion, should be used to prop up the pub and bar industry? Yeah, I think uh, I was just going to say, with them giving the money back, I think it has to be pumped into areas where where people are struggling, where it's needed. Yeah. 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 Completely. Well, yeah. Well, when you when you say bit people, do you think people or businesses? Businesses businesses yeah because there's there's um uh, a scheme that runs in um northern ireland where all of the residents have been sent a check a voucher mm-hmm. to be able to spend it's a hundred pounds uh, and they can spend it wherever they want so you can spend it in a supermarket you can spend it online at amazon which wasn't the first intention but what what struck me was that seems to have gone wasn't that, initially, wasn't that initially meant to help local businesses and then it changed to <laughs> let's yeah. let's let people spend it anywhere they want? That's yeah? right. Yeah. The, power, okay. the, power, the power of lobbyists. Mm-hmm. So, um, just remind me about lobbyists as well when we go through this, but the idea was that, um, uh, that all of these citizens of Northern Ireland could spend wherever they want um, and and generate some um, economic activity in their own areas mm-hmm. and obviously it helped the underprivileged as well and I mean £100 is not going to save you from from sinking but it, it will certainly than nothing um, it's going to do abs- something that could give somebody yeah. their Christmas dinner and what their Christmas dinner right up to New Year's dinner 
Do you know what yeah, I mean? That's what I'm saying. Well, what we've done in the in in the English section of the UK mm. is bundle all of those hundred pounds up and just hand it all to politicians, mates, friends, and landlords. Mm. Yeah. Um, which is you know it's a unique uh, way of, of of doing it, but not not the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, lobbyists. Sorry, I'm just going to go yeah, on to no, this as well. Said, yeah, um, it said something about um, Amazon this morning on the radio, and okay. I do listen to far too much radio, but they were talking about the way that um, Amazon in, um, I don't know if it was worldwide, I'm going to presume it was just in the US, had recruited 400,000 new employees in the past four months. To cope with the and, influx of the business. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they said it's the biggest peacetime recruitment <laughs> of all time. Mm, so they've, they've, ju- they've just recruited an army, basically, aren't they? 400,000 yeah. people, no matter how big the country is, that's a hell of a lot of people to add to the payroll. Um, but what do you think to the Amazon machine crushing all of these local shops? You know, I, I explained to him that I would rather use him than go to a bigger company or you know go online even because he is based within our town and it's a small local business and we've got to support our local businesses you know and he said he said oh i wish everybody thought like you and i said well Mm. we've got to try you know we've we've got to try and do our bit so and i'm happy to do that and like we Mm. said before we're happy to pay that bit more yeah. For a great serv- a, a great service from our community, that's a Black African Caribbean person. I would happily pay more, and I'm happy to use local businesses. And, and you've just mentioned something there, which will be the focus of one of our future meetings, and that's to mm-hmm. encourage Black entrepreneurs to set up their own businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, there are so many ways that you can set up your own business. It doesn't normally. Uh, cover um, most people who think that they're employed don't need or can open their own businesses but Mm. we've we've got a a guest speaker called Ray who will be coming in to um, encourage and explain ways in which you can start your own business maybe a a small business that just sits uh, but you use your spare time and evenings to be able to uh, to develop so um, yeah we'll look out for that one if uh, look out for that in the adverts Mm -hmm. in the coming weeks more than likely going to be January. Yeah, it will yeah, be January, January now, but yeah, we will advertise mm. that obviously across all our social yeah. media platforms. Indeed, mm-hmm. indeed. Um, so, but going back to this, the Amazon story and the fact that they've got lobbyists who actively campaign to stop anything governmental changing to hinder or hamper their efforts to become yeah. the monster, as if they're not big enough already. They're going to. Yes. Go on. No, I'm just going to say the news this week has been about redundancies and shutdowns. So, um, Debenhams, mm-hmm. what was the other one? Topshop. Uh, I'm showing my age. There we go. Top shop and Top Man. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've shopped at pretty much all of those shops. Maybe not um, uh, Miss Selfridges. And definitely. Uh. Yeah. Well, what are you trying to say? <laughs> uh, I look very good in a in a in a uh, in a frock. Uh, but, okay. Um, the, right. uh, sorry, no, that's going to get edited out, right? Mm. Uh, but the um, <laughs> the idea of um, yeah, <laughs> all of those um, uh, all of those shops have got people who work in, in those stores. Who okay. and this is the comparison I'm making because my halo is going to slip slightly now. I use Amazon a hell of a lot. And while we're talking about these shops shutting, 
um, in the same way that Woolworths and CNAs. Um, CNAs, they all closed because of lack of appetite for people to go into a physical store and they would much rather stay at home and shop online. I felt like I was going to do the three phrase slogan then. I'm still I'm still trying to picture you in a frock. So I think we could maybe advertise hey. that and it might drum up a bit of yeah. business there, Mark. Hmm. Well, you might again, look good uh, in a frock. <laughs> okay, first of all, get your mind out of a gutter. Um, and second of all, yeah, I, I, I have the physique for it. But uh, let's move on slightly, okay. uh, quickly now. Uh, so... Uh, um, you have thrown me off there, but uh, yeah, the um, the idea that um, all of these, and this is a more serious uh, point about the shops. Mm-hmm. Um, who, who, how 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 are we responsible for the um, carnage that we see on the high street? And is it more about the owners, um, like Sir Philip Green, taking money out and not reinvesting? So, uh, have you ever shopped physically? Gone into a shop? Mm-hmm. physically looked at something and then gone home and ordered it online wow very rare into very, yeah. So, yeah i can't even mm. think i've even done that maybe if i've gone into a shop and they mm. haven't got it in store the one that i want yeah. the mm. item whatever it is whether it's white goods electrical or clothing whatever then i'll go and look online if it's something i'm specifically looking for and i can't find anywhere else yeah yeah then that's probably when i would do that but on a whole i wouldn't go in the shop to look at some and then go and check it out and see if it's cheaper online and to buy online or go down that road no i wouldn't do that but in the instance Mm. where it's not available in store i mean sometimes the um the store people even say you know but we've got it online you can always purchase it online you know, they're quite happy to tell you that as well. So, you see, I, I think, and uh, this 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 may be edited out as well. But the business, the businesses um, that need to compete with Amazon should look at doing exactly what Amazon do: mm. have a superb online delivery service. Because let's be fair, the mm-hmm. beauty of Amazon is that everything that you could hope to order is in the same place. It's it's at your fingertips, your isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's at yeah. your fingertips. So. But but the other key part of it is that next day delivery. I mean, mm. the, the the idea that you look at something in um, a large electrical wholesaler, let's call it, mm-hmm. um, and you go in and you speak to a salesperson and say, I like that washing machine, when can I have it? And they say, we can get it to you in eight days. It's like, and then they charge you for delivery. Mm-hmm. That's why the high street dies. If 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 you've got a ability to walk into a physical shop and they say, okay, we'll get that to you uh, at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, if it's a delivery item, you know that type of thing. We haven't got it in stock, but we'll get it to you first thing tomorrow morning. That's where the physical shop should improve their services if they want to survive and do the delivery service. Yeah, about three weeks ago, I think it was. I had to purchase a new laptop. Mm-hmm. And I, admittedly, I went online. It was, you know, stupid o'clock at the time. No, it was stupid okay. o'clock at the time. And I went online and I went straight to Amazon and eBay, checked them sites out. And then mm-hmm. I checked Argos. And yeah. all the laptops I was searching for were not in stock, not in Huddersfield, yeah. nor in Halifax. Yeah. After looking in Amazon and eBay, 
I didn't go back to them. So they they were gone, they were out of the picture. So rather than go back to them, I kept searching mm-hmm. and searching to find a laptop that was in stock in my locality. Yeah. And I did that. Yeah. And then my brother yeah. went and picked it up for me the next day. Yeah. So to me, that so was you, good service. That was really good service. Yeah. So big up um, uh, Argos. There, Argos. That's what you're yeah. Because they sent yeah. me a text in the morning. They said, yeah, yeah um, laptop's ready to be collected. Yeah. But, but and, and, and that's the difference. I, I don't think that a lot of the uh, large, and we'll stick with electrical, a lot of mm. the large electrical um, um, wholesalers see it as though, you know, you're at. Um, I don't think the customer um, uh, priorities focus on enough. It's almost as if they're, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's like it's like they're doing you a favour mm-hmm. by delivering. Yeah, we'll, we'll get it to you. Oh well, if you're not in on Tuesday, tough luck. You'll have to wait till the following Tuesday. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, it's maybe going, it's um, going a, it's going that bit further, isn't it? For the customer yeah. care, the customer service, and That's to retain right. your customers and. Mm. Word of mouth, when, once that spreads, it, you know, yeah. word of mouth is the best form of advertising anyway. So that'll have a knock-on effect Absolutely. with other people. Well, so. yeah, I'll just, I mean, I'm not correcting you, but I like to throw in a little caveat to that because mm-hmm. the best form of advertising is to give away free things. That normally gets, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, footfall will increase, I guarantee it. But yeah, the um, uh, the thing we, we, we really need to focus on is the redundancies because those are real lives, those yeah. are families, those are households. And um, if, if you think of the shops in Huddersfield, um, the shopping centres uh, got at least one, two maybe three of those stores that are going to be closing down which mm. means um households in this area are not going to be enjoying christmas no. and i know you don't celebrate christmas or or um you, you have a festive period though right just just the christmas element of it i just don't um, i don't i'm not interested in it yeah but th- how how do we recover because those I people know. have got skills um and and this is this is there's, there's no plan in the same way they mm. did uh, sorry when I say they when the government um, decided to close down all of the mines mm-hmm. there was no real incentive or program or planned way of retraining yep. people it was almost just well you know muddle through best mm. you can and we're back to those days again where 25,000 yeah. people across the country can, can be told yeah you're a couple of weeks away from being on universal credit or the uh the um, job centre and there's no plan literally it's just a, a, a an empty echo of it there is there is no I, if if it exists I've certainly not seen it being advertised in a way that would capture all of those areas um, so the union Uzdor I think it is but no yeah I think it's Uzdor that looks after um, uh, shop workers and they're saying the same that there is no there is no plan no. So even when it's right under the nose, um, they can't do anything about it. But um, as I say about these um, people that are moving to Amazon, I don't think it's it's the UK workforce. I'm fairly certain it's the US workforce, but um, they will be on some of the worst terms and conditions. Available. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm. But this is the scary thing as well and the knock-on effects that it's going to have on our people because they're going to lose the jobs. Their mental health is mm. going to deteriorate and mm. you know and on the verge of losing their homes even in situations like that whether they're renting or they've got a mortgage your livelihood taken away then your mental health suffers 
and then mm. in one way Indeed. or another doesn't it you know regardless yeah. you know you've had it and when you've got kids in tow as well so all them mm. stresses all them pressures yeah. that people yeah. have what what is that going to do to people it's mm. just, I mean our mental health problems are escalating as it is so I, I just yeah. see them escalating even more mm. and, and it doesn't matter what um, your circumstances are so you whether know. you were a shop floor worker or a manager mm-hmm. or a, a you know a, a, a chief exec of that company you are now out of work yeah. and you have to start interviewing so it affects every spectrum of, of, of an organization mm-hmm. and yet not a dicky bird out of uh, out of us in power no nope. feels really weird it is it's um, like with this being mm-hmm. left well they're basically yeah. leaving people to rot aren't they you know that yeah yeah, scary indeed because we haven't seen the full fallout of this yet. Mm-mm. I think coming towards April, I mean, they said this furlough scheme, and I'm not, a, um, I'm not aware of it being uh, in- decreased between now and um, uh, April, uh, but it's still not the same as people looking towards the future with optimism. Yeah. Right now, we're, we're looking at um, the uh, the future of people being very um, uncertain for now until probably 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, scary times ahead. But what, what we have said is that we're going to have regular meetings. Um, we want people to come. We are putting on guest speakers on mental health issues, on startup businesses and many yeah. more topics. We've got a um, lot to come in the new year. You know, we're just inviting anybody and everybody to come along. You know, we're open mm-hmm. to anyone. We're there every Sunday yeah. evening, UK time. Yeah. Ch- at seven yep. o'clock check out the website www.pursuitofhappiness.org.uk i'm getting better at that yeah, i've got are. a rhythm to it and everything wow mm, yeah. okay i know whatever yeah, ro- yeah. whatever rocks your boat mark whatever rocks your boat it does indeed it floats my boat or butters <laughs> my parsnips um uh, speaking of which honey roast parsnips who decided to put honey on parsnips sorry i've gone all christmasy dinner mm-hmm. now why do they put what's honey and parsnips what what's the combo there Miss no idea no idea mm. I, I don't mm. i don't sweeten my food like that or anything what no. okay right okay not even the green tea or the uh, um uh, lemon you don't oh, put any... i put honey in my lemon but not i'm on about ah. on food i know people right. i will have seen people put honey on their chicken you know like fried chicken and have honey on it you know like no. they would no. mayonnaise i'm like yeah. no 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 that's, no that's no obscene. no no mm-hmm. it is. that's yeah. not for that me to- no no that's disgusting yeah yeah I don't um, like that. but no uh, but the, the um, do you know I almost started talking about my shopping excursion today, where, where did you get the honey hat parsnips from that's puzzling uh, me but, right whatever, whatever butters your parsnips that's what mm. I said yeah but why did you bring, why did you say honey on parsnips because uh, I was in the supermarket today and I saw some parsnips oh. that I almost bought and they had honey on them but that's enough about oh, my right. day it had honey on them <laughs> right okay it so did, that's where yeah, it came yeah. from okay it did indeed yeah sorry I left field wasn't it um, so uh, there's, there's plenty of reasons to um, to come along to our meetings we don't quite do cooking recipes yet but maybe that is something we should look mm. into 
um, the ideal plant-based uh, meal. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm thinking out loud and I should never do that, but <laughs> forgive me, the, uh, uh, yeah, that's, that's never going to happen again. So um, we went to a meeting, uh, when did we go now? Was that earlier this week? And they were talking about um, uh, housing and the oh, ability yeah. for, for black people to build their own homes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been pre- it's Claude Hendrickson in Leeds. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's done quite a lot of work in the past where um, he's helped unemployed people in the 90s to um, to train and build their own homes. Yeah. Um, and it was an interesting meeting, wasn't it? It was, yeah. He currently works mm. with Leeds Community Housing, doesn't he, on this sort of project. Yeah. And, That's right. Yeah, trying to encourage people to get involved and... Sorry, what I liked about it was that the majority of the focus was on getting uh, black-owned businesses mm-hmm. to start up focused on building black-owned businesses for yeah. black people. Mm-hmm. The, the connections there are that if you're black, you're more likely to be living in social housing or you're more likely to be living in um, deprived areas. Yeah. Um, but if the landlord, based on uh, what the story that you picked up on, which was the uh, tenant, um, uh, the tenant that was paying more rent. I'll let mm. you tell that story. Um, so, go ahead. What was that story again? Tenant. Yeah. And they mm. lived in the same actual. It was the what, one where the woman up, was paying. Oh, the lady oh. that was paying double the rent of uh, a white housing. It was a housing association. So they lived in the same complex in the yep. exact same house. So the layout, everything was exactly the same and mm-hmm. you know same number of bedrooms everything was the same and the black tenant was paying double what the white lady was paying and she was paying 500 the white lady and the black tenant was paying a thousand pounds so yeah they paid her back thirty thousand pounds so it just shows you that they knew they'd done wrong and had mm-hmm. to pay her that money back do that in the first place that yeah but how dare you even it and this is in the uk may i add you know yeah. i can't remember exact the exact location but it was in the uk and it was just shocking when i read what? it i was absolutely gobsmacked i couldn't believe well i could believe because it's just it just keeps rearing its head doesn't it the yeah. injustices yeah. the wrongdoings mm. it yeah. just it's there isn't it all the time but it's only because they spoke to each other yeah. that they actually so, found out that there was a discrepancy within the rent that they were being charged for the same exact property. Well, what I'm I'm cons- well, I'm hopeful that either a good lawyer was listening to, to that story because the way it was described, it's almost as if they've just given her her own money back. Where mm-hmm. really there should be a massive court case where they're mm-hmm. being dragged backwards through the court saying, yeah, okay, compensation amounts to this much. Because mm-hmm. if they get away with it just by repaying the money that was overpaid, what's to say they're not doing it somewhere else or another exactly. company does it thinking, well, you know, we'll just make some mm-hmm. money in the short term. But, but that's that's um, jogged my memory. I know money's not everything. And I'm just trying mm-hmm. to imagine, um, the, and it comes back to that, that scenario of the shops shutting down. Mm-hmm. Um, how are the government going to support people who have got mortgages who lose their jobs? And I'm sure the answer is going to be not at all. But mm. the idea that we go through a process where people have lost their jobs, losing their homes, 
and probably suffering with health conditions as well that limit their ability to work in other areas or train yep. for other things. It is just a horrible, a horrible and time age, to be alive. And mm. age goes goes against you as well. Yeah. The older you yeah. get in terms of yeah. being employed, you know. Mm. My son's grandpa, he he struggled when he got made redundant because he'd been at his firm for about forty years or so. Yeah. And yeah. when he got made redundant, he said to me, he said he sent 200 applications off and only two people responded to him. Okay. And he knew it was his age that yeah. put him on the back foot of yeah. obviously all the younger lot. Do you know what mm. I mean? So and it's, yeah. so it's going to be difficult, really mm. difficult. Yeah, we're looking in some really um, difficult times ahead, and and mm-hmm. I, and I'm, I'm I'm sure those older heads would have said, well, we've been through this type of thing before, but not in this not in this scenario. There's no. there's been recessions before, but not like this one. Not um, not like this. This is why, mm-hmm. as well, we strive to do what we do at pursuit of yeah. happiness. Yeah. More so because we mm-hmm. know we realise that there are very difficult times coming ahead and yeah. regardless yeah. so mm. that is what's keeping us going and being there for our community yeah. fighting yeah. for their rights and for what's good for them and that goes back to having our own businesses yeah. you know why yeah. you know why shouldn't we have a black wall street mm. in the uk why yeah. can't we do you know what i mean mm. why can't yeah. we why can't we do that yeah and and who's going to understand the black community better than a, a black person you know if they've got exactly. a business and and can relate to everything that mm-hmm. we experience when we go anywhere i mean we've we talked about the calculation we do whenever we go to a um a, a, a foreign country or a even a domestic part of the country you do the yep. calculation am i going to feel safe safe there as a black person or majority of the people i know at least run that through their mind at least once mm-hmm. how comfortable am i going to feel um walking through uh, in that country? area mm-hmm. yeah yeah Definitely. But, um, um so uh, teachers so um if you think of i'm, I'm going off on a, a in a different direction now so stay with me um mm-hmm. the, the um the, the police force have got a black um uh, police what's the federation black police Men's federation what's the the group called inside the police is it black police federation um, uh, it's black police association i think that's it yeah okay yeah. um and um uh, the bame networks within the nhs i know they definitely exist i've never heard of a black teachers association and i'm mm. sure there is one if we googled one but it'd be interesting to know how um how the teaching profession is going to change as a result of this um, yeah. recession. Because if, if they are recruiting more people, and um, which is a, a definite, just like mm-hmm. the NHS, they are recruiting people. It'd be but interesting are they going to gonna take on enough black African Caribbeans? Yeah, because yeah, that's definitely mm-hmm. something that needs to improve, especially in our area. There's such a, yeah. a lack of diversity inside any school um education system but um it's usually the uh um support staff that are black it's rarely the teacher at the front of the yeah, class yeah that black. is right but, yeah um, my my son yeah. had a support worker when he in school when he was younger and, and she mm. was black mm-hmm. yeah yeah and and that's yeah. where we've got to focus all of our energies i suppose if 
if if the future is looking bleak for those who are of a certain age now, imagine what it'd be like if you were 16. Um, Wouldn't it be you know, nice though to have some black schools? Yeah, you mean not the Saturday school type things? You're talking no, about the proper, the black, proper black, all black staff, proper enriched full curriculum. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I'm not sure how how um, we could make that happen. And stay with me on this one again. I'm going off on a tangent. So you've got faith schools, you've got um, schools that um, they're not allowed to to teach strict religious doctrine in the school mm. but you've got you've got catholic schools you've got yeah. um, church of england schools and i'm fairly certain there will be some muslim faith schools out there mm-hmm. um imagine imagine a rastafarian school um and i mean that as a religion but i'm, mm-hmm. I'm being genuine because we mm-hmm. or, or any you know seventh day adventist jehovah's witness school i'm talking about a school where a majority of the teachers come from an, a, a diverse background rather than yeah. a, a, a homogenous block we, we never, at least in our area, I wouldn't like to speak for London boroughs, but um, some schools in in the Kirklees area have only got 30 to 40 kids in them, and they're still mm. open, they still function, they operate in small villages, and there's plenty of scope for similar things to be set up in our area, mm. but I guess it's the capital investment, the business mm. know-how to be able to um, to set up a free school and the support that you'd need from but wouldn't that be nice the... wouldn't that be a wonderful thing to see that yeah. happening and then to mm. see them opening up all over you know like nationwide yeah. you know I yeah. just think it would mm. be a wonderful thing really yeah you know yeah. not omitting the curriculum as it is but incorporating the richness of the black heritage yeah you know so they're not missing out on anything yeah you know so they're so, getting the fullness of their heritage and more so the, the schools have got to teach um i think it's the um the core subjects and i'm mm-hmm. going to name at least maths and english i think there's two others as well but uh yeah the topics escape me it's a long time since i was in the education system uh, as a teenager but um mm-hmm. there's four core core subjects that they've got to teach and the rest of it is pretty much a carte blanche we can chop and change bits and and mix mm-hmm. and blend so I, I like you said the idea that you could have an organization that definitely focuses on black aspects as well as the curriculum would be a wonderful thing to see mm-hmm. um Most definitely. yeah mm. well um i think we've uh, concluded this podcast what do you think yeah definitely yeah, yeah it's been a yeah. good one it has i've enjoyed it um, apart from the dress thing, you know, it's just not going to happen. I've, I've just got these visions of Tootsie. No, hang on. You've seen the you film. mean your frock? Yes, you, that's the you one. You called it yeah. a frock. So yeah. let's, let's keep it a frock. Okay. okay. All right. So, yeah, Tootsie, the movie. I still didn't understand that when I was 16. I watched it when I was about 12 by accident with my parents, <laughs> so don't start. Um, and when I saw the highlights of, of, of it, I still didn't get it and I still don't get it today. But um, stay tuned. Maybe mm-hmm. we should start doing some um, essential viewing. You know, um, I watched, as we were talking about black run schools, Nollywood. Um, we talked mm. about that in this last podcast. And we maybe we should start doing some either reviews or some um, mm. some recommendations uh, for viewing. Because I've watched yeah. Power. Have you seen Power? Yeah, I have. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So all fifty cents there. But um, I, I think that um, maybe that's the direction we should focus on on the reviews. And if anybody's got any suggestions about films that they'd like us to review or films that they've watched recently, how or can even documentaries, or even mm. documentaries. You know, I'm loving yeah. the Black History, learning more and more about the Black History. The 1804. Yeah, the 1804 is really good. Not black and white history, though. Not the History Channel, as in Adolf Hitler, and because it's no. in black and white going to. No. You mean black and yeah. white history? I'm mean uh, about okay. black heritage history. Yeah, 1804, uh, which is you know the Haiti story. That mm. you know things like that. You know, if there's any yeah. of them things you want to discuss or give us suggestions on, and yeah, just get in touch. And you can email yeah. us on admin at suit of happiness. You struggled then, didn't you? See, my rhythm was just bouncing. Do you want me to try it for you? I said uh, admin, and getting people <laughs> taking the word at suitofhappiness.org.uk. You got look out for the way I say it. Absolutely not. You, you struggled there, didn't you? Yeah, that was that was a little bit, you know. Mine just no. flowed. I just bounced straight I through said mine. It. I said it. I had as a it rhythm. Is. Yeah, but I had a rhythm. It was is like that, is uh, that the rhythm w- in your w- hips when you've got the frock on? Uh, and on that note, yes. uh, stay tuned for our future <laughs> oh, yes. recordings. Oh, and also look out for our QR codes, which will appear on the website and also alongside this podcast for links yes. to more interesting topics. Um, okay. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, and we'll see. Oh, sorry, go on. I'll let you close. Go ahead. No, that's fine. And so it's a goodbye from me, and we'll see you in our next podcast. Bye now. Bye. Bye.